The Air Force isn't just talking about updating its technology systems, it's actually doing so, especially concerning the user experience of its uniformed and civilian workforces. Colt Whittall is the Air Force's chief experience officer. He tells Federal News Network's Jason Miller about how he plans to make sure the department buys user-friendly software. So what we're trying to do is give software programs across the Air Force, and you have to remember we have, we have hundreds if not thousands, right? It's really well over a thousand. We're trying to give them kind of some headwinds to be able to implement things that are just standard best practices in software development to get a better user experience for airmen. It would require, and understand it's a charter, it's not a policy, right? But it would it would require or at least strongly encourage using user-centered design or human-centered design, web analytics, user feedback, and, and several other things that, you know, whenever those get implemented consistently across our portfolio, it will help those teams deliver a better product for airmen. And you mentioned that there are some TTPs, tactics, techniques, procedures that would go into that charter or be a part of that charter, and some I think exist already. Yeah, so this part already exists. The contracting organization under AQ set up a thing on uh, Microsoft Teams, our DOD Teams, that is basically a library of tools, tactics, and procedures, or TTPs. So it's, it's for acquisition professionals. So think of it as assets, language, et cetera, that can be copied and paste it into an RFP or a contract or whatever to do certain things. And I hear all the time from acquisition people that, hey, you know, we really wish we could, you know, get our whole contractor community and our contracting officers to be able to deliver a better user experience, but nobody really knows how to write a requirement for a better user experience. I mean, think about it, right? What do you ask exactly, right? And so that's what the TTPs are. It's, it is sample language that contracting officers, acquisition professionals can copy paste into solicitations that will help really separate you know, the bidders from the, you know, that can deliver a great user experience from ones that can't. And I imagine this charter you're in drafting is, would refer back to that and would continue to build on that initial. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. The charter refers back to that, but the TTPs are actually live today. And so I'm, I'm doing everything I can to promote going, getting them and using them in, in acquisition. Well, I'll have to ask, where, where can you find them? Tell us where you can find them. Uh, so they're not in public, although they, you know, I can't release them personally, but we need to run them by PA. But as long as they're okay with it, I don't know why we can't release them in public. But it, it's they are available for acquisition professionals in their, it's called uh, the TTP site, I believe, and it's, it's in Teams. And all the acquisition people, my understanding is they know where it is. All right, we can help get the word out that way. When you talk about user experience more broadly, and one of the reasons why there's this big focus, not just at the Air Force, but across DOD, is, is the fix these damn computers from about a year and a half ago now. I know you're probably tired of, of talking about it. User experience has been increasing and been improving, but it's up a, a certain set of points versus percentage. What, what does this mean? Help define what you mean by a number of points. So we have a weekly pulse survey that we started doing in January of 2020. And that's where we measure a user satisfaction, you know, metric. That range, you know, has been very low and it's been, you know, as high as maybe 50. And it's sort of 50% user satisfaction. I will tell you, it's a, the way that we grade it, it's very conservative. It's from where we were a year ago, we're up about, call it 15, sometimes 20 points. It fluctuates a fair amount week to week. But we're up, and we think we think we know kind of why. You know, we, you can't attribute something precisely, but 
there are some significant things that we've done to make progress. Some of it has to do in just proactive management of you know, performance at the edge of the wide area network. That's clearly delivering results. Um, and some of it has to do with things we, we've been doing with you know, endpoint security to streamline how that works. But frankly, probably the single biggest thing is that after COVID, we dramatically you know, just hit the gas on doing tech refresh of computers. And so from year to year, from 2019 to 2020, PC purchases more than doubled. And that was to get some of that technical debt out. And now it's, there's a time delay before those get deployed. So the big spike in deployment really hit in fiscal 21. Um, so that, you know, we saw a bump in fiscal 21 and then in 22, um, and that's going to continue in 23 based on the latest numbers we're seeing of PC purchases. And one thing you should understand is that PC buying is very decentralized, right? So it's, it's something that we have to champion, fund, but those decisions are made in a very decentralized way. But people are buying in and they're, you know, they are doing the tech refresh. I know that for years, the civilian side of the government has been trying to get agencies to buy in a more uh, specific way, like yeah. every couple months, or let's buy off of this, uh, a, a standard minimum baseline. Is the Air Force looking at that yet, or is that further down the road? I know it's maybe out, outside of your swim lane, so to speak. Yeah, some of the details of it are probably better directed at the people that manage the contracts. Um, but short answer is yes. We have, we have something called the IT Commodity Council. They set the standards, and then we have contracts where, you know, organizations across the Air Force can order through those contracts, and that ensures that they're buying hardware that meets our minimum standards. Beyond the hardware piece, there's also the tools you guys are adding to the network to really look at the network and say, where are the problems? Let's fix those problems. Look for the latency. Look for, hey, are we running this cybersecurity tool that is really bringing down the, the latency or increased bandwidth? You gave a per great example at the FCA Nova Air Force IT Day about, we just called DISA up and said, hey, increase the bandwidth, and they did, and it didn't cost you anything. Are, is, is that what you're starting to also look at as you head into 2023, other opportunities whether it's bandwidth issues or what tools or whatever. That, that's exactly right. And, and you have to proactively monitor these things because stuff changes, right? It, it's a gigantic environment. There's a lot of people that are working on it. This is working on it. Our contractors are working there. The bases are working there. So we are monitoring the performance that we're actually delivering to airmen. And when it goes out of threshold, well, something changed. So what changed? How do we fix it? And, you know, that's that's getting us results. And in some cases, the fix, like you said, is maybe there's existing room under a contract where we can turn on additional bandwidth and maybe it doesn't even cost anything additional. Part of your goals, I think, for 2023 mentioned is to roll out some of these tools and techniques broad, more broadly. What should airmen or, and, and other civilian members of the Air Force look for in terms of increases, uh, changes? Just give me some of the things you're focused on from a user experience perspective. So one of the big ones is a PCSA. Ask anyone who's ever been, you know, in uniform, you know, the bane of your existence, and a lot of them are going to talk about something related to PCSing. Permanent change of station. We have been working, we have been working with several organizations to help put out a mobile app for airmen to be kind of their PCSing resource all the way through the process. They would actually get their, their orders, edit their orders, make any changes that need to be made, 
and then accept the orders and then it would walk through the whole process to involve moving and vouchers and everything else. We just integrate it all into one mobile app. So that is a huge one. Like that has gigantic implications. And if it's really well done, I've, I've seen estimates we've done back of the, you know, back of the envelope estimates of like, how much productivity could this save? How does that translate into dollars? And I, I don't know that I want to necessarily say it here, but let's just say the numbers are massive. Coat Whittall is the Air Force's chief experience officer speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Check out Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.